five, four, three, two, one. Happy New Year. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up. My watch is fast. We still got about four more hours left to 2020. Uh, Uh, I don't have Mikhail. Uh, yeah, you know what? I don't think anyone else wants four more hours of this year. We can just we can just skip right past. Yeah, it. we can Do just agree. Yeah, let's just, yeah. Let's just skip over it. All right. In that case, let's run the intro. And welcome back to another episode of King's Chaos. I'm your host, Kyle Pepitone, a.k.a. the Kingpin parentheses of spades. And today I am joined with Kenny Horn, who I actually actually just recently went on uh, his show as a guest. Hey, hi, everyone. I'm glad to be here. Especially glad to have you. Do you want to uh, introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah, sure. Well, as Kyle said, I'm Kenny Horn. Uh, I host my own show. There's a new original episode every Friday at 3 p.m. It's called Flashbulb Memories. I'm also the assistant producer of The Morning Buzz. Nice. Well, to recap, today, uh, well, we got a few different dates. Uh, By the time this is on radio, it is currently New Year's Eve around 8 o'clock. And by the time this goes out on all other platforms, it is currently 2021. And I'd like to start the 2021. I like it. Yes, hopefully. And let's just get this out of the way. 2020 was an absolute dumpster fire. I think we can all agree on that. Correct. Uh, Yeah. 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 But with that being said, there's not, it wasn't all bad. Yes. We went through some tough times as I uh, basically a planet. We all shared in some, rough times together but there's still if every moment of this year would was bad i think we would be much worse than we are now what what i mean by that is even though the majority of this year was composed of unfortunate circumstances each of us i'm for sure found good in it and that's what we're going to be talking about today we're going to be talking about how we fought back against 2020, how me and my guest, Kenny, didn't let 2020 hold us down, how we, well, like I said, fought back against it. And to do this, I came up, I I don't know if I came up with it, but I thought of this thing called old year's revelations. So instead of saying what we're gonna be doing in the new year to better ourselves, we take a look at what we did this past year and what we did to not just fight back against 2020, but to better ourselves as people in general. Like this is something I want to, as a person, continue looking back on every year from this point forward and not just have it in this year of unfortunate circumstances. So if that explanation, it wasn't exactly clear, I'll, I'll go first and provide like some examples of what I did to better myself as a person this year. So, number one, um, we were in quarantine since March. That's when I think 
like early March is when we were, like I say, evicted from college campus and sent home. And we've still, we've been there for about, what is Nine it? Nine months. Nine months. Yeah. And a whole we, um, baby, Kyle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> think about that. Oh no. Oh, that's some imagery. But uh, we went into quarantine during our spring break of on, on campus. So I, I still like to make the joke that we are currently still in spring break of 2020. <laughs> and who knows, maybe next spring we'll actually be back. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, we don't have spring break this year, so. Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. That's unfortunate. But I, I, I don't know if it was a mm, – sorry, let me rephrase that. It was around this time when we got sent home, when we knew we weren't going back, that I started this daily schedule thing. Because recently the YouTuber Markiplier, which um, my guest talked about last week in our show, but around this time he put out a video about his daily routine and like what he did on a day-to-day basis. And I was kind of really just inspired by that. So once quarantine hit, I kind of changed my schedule up to be a more routine, more productive way of, you know, like working. What, what I mean by that is I set a certain time to get up and go to sleep by myself. And in that period of being awake, I would try to get as much work done as possible. Because usually what I did before this, it was all just, uh, what do you call it? YouTube, ga- YouTube videos, uh, video game. It was all just a bunch of wasting time. And I wanted to utilize this time being home to become more productive, learn more skills, because now I had this uh, gift of more time since, you know, I wasn't allowed to go anywhere and school was all online. So that's just one of the things I had done this year to fight back against the unfortunate circumstances uh, we had. And instead of me just rambling on, a bunch of times. I, I think it's better if we go back and forth. So do you want to share something you've done this year? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, that's actually something I wish I could say. Been terrible, terrible habits in the past of just not wasting time, but just the weirdest schedule. Yeah. Uh, but no, big thing I did, I focused on myself, which sounds odd to say when you don't do that ever in your life and when you first reached this point and I was very fortunate to gone through a lot of things that I needed I discovered a new part of myself that kind of let me see the whole world in a different light and cool. see positively which is different and I was able to change like the, the relationships I have with people you know get rid of the, the ones that were arming me and stuff like that just a lot of much needed self-improvement just mood wise oh that's it yeah yeah self-improvement is something very good and i think even with my new like my new schedule because that's obviously wavered in nine months time but i think self-improvement is something that gets overlooked a lot especially in our age group i feel like a lot of people are just too focused on like the expectations put on them. Really, yeah, the hustle, all the work and stuff to just like 
step back for a minute and be like, wait a minute, there are some things I'm doing that need to really be fixed. Let me take some time to change those. I feel like the world we live in today doesn't really allow for a lot of that. But I, that could just be me. What do, what do you think? Um, I see that. I saw a balance of that with um, things such as, you know, you're trying to prove that, you know, you know what you're doing. You're trying to be the guy yeah. or the girl or the worthy or the, um, the non-biography. Yeah. But it's different because if you're having that mental moment where you can't give your all and doing something the way that you see is perfect. It's like it, you're not giving your best and that could be seen as it's just, you're not good to yeah. people who are evaluating your work. And it's interesting to both be able to take that balance of being strong at what you do. Right. But also, you know, being happy. Yeah. I, I think that's definitely an important thing that people, that everyone should learn to balance. I'm not saying that they have to, like their life isn't complete without it, but it's a very important thing to learn. And I, I think I've, as an art major, I think that's something I really had to look at. Like being happy with what I'm doing, but also be, let me flip that around. Being good and improving at what I'm doing, but also not working to the point where I don't want to do it anymore, where I just want to take a break and just stop for a long while. I think I had to find that balance between working hard but also not working hard that I burn myself out. Yeah, no, I definitely get that. And that was a problem I've had a lot in the past. I just go, go, go all yeah. the time. Yeah. And originally I actually wasn't in this field. I don't know if you know this, but I was a math major at Rutgers. Oh, really? Yeah, very good at math. I absolutely hate it. I've always hated it. Who yeah, likes math? Not... I mean, just... It's, but I've just always had a natural ability for it. That's good. But I hated every second of it. Yeah, and understandable. I had to transfer away from Rutgers to do this, because I did a lot of this stuff in high school. And I loved that. I was great at it. But it, I had to transfer away because they didn't have it. And I was able to just take the initiative in doing that. And also just in doing what I love to do now, it's crazy because yeah, I, I'm, I'm busy a lot, but yeah. I don't really mind being busy. No, when you're busy doing something you really enjoy, it's, it's different. It doesn't feel like work. Yeah. Why well, isn't I just doing a whole bunch of DJ stuff until I don't know, like two in the morning. It's great. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Cause I, I was working on like a 3d animation and it granted it wasn't for school. It was just for fun, but it took a while, but it didn't feel like that long of a while because mm -hmm. I was learning new stuff and it was for something, it was something I wanted to do. So it kind of balanced out. And I think that's where it really, once you know that, like, I think I find it when you don't realize how much time you're spending on something and you're not dreading the time you're spending on something, that's when you know you're enjoying what you're doing when all the time could pass by and you're not 
annoyed by it at all. Yeah, that is a great way to look at it. Yeah. Last night, the only thought was, hmm, sleep would be cool. But <laughs> I, I, I have, sleep does not exist for now. Though. Yeah, that, that's a constant thought of mine. Hmm, it'd be nice to sleep. Yeah, that's really funny, though. Well, yeah. Tell me about that, um, that daily routine, because now I'm interested. So at, at the start, it was much stronger than it is now. But at the start, it was wake up at 5 a.m., which isn't really different. I usually did that when it came to school. Go you. But the only difference is I got up a little bit later once I went off to college because, you know, I didn't want to wake up my roommate at 5 in the morning. Fair. So, yeah. And I, all my classes were like nine o'clock or later. So it really didn't affect me that much. But that that happened too, because all my classes got moved later once quarantine started. So I had a few extra hours in the morning to just kind of have time to myself. So that was a definitely good idea to wake up at five. But now it's more five o'clock, 6.20ish, especially on the weekends. So that's wavered a bit. But then I would wake up and I would do a short little workout, which was just like 25 sit-ups, 25 push-ups, and 25 burpees, just because I I worked out at um, college. I went to the gym there, but obviously, once again, it got closed and I was home, so I couldn't do that. So I just made a little workout for myself that wasn't much, but doing it every morning and every night would eventually like add up. That is... That is a nice schedule. I woke up 20 minutes ago. <laughs> and if you, and because the audience doesn't know this, it's currently 1249 PM on time that we're recording this. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of how schedules go for me. I've never been much of a schedule kind of guy. Yeah. Sa same with me. Like before this year, like I would, I, I was usually good about getting to bed early on like school nights just so I had enough sleep. But on weekends I would be up to like, Two three a.m. That that's just normal for me. That's like an everyday thing. Yeah. That that's always just kind of been how I've been. Even as a little kid, it's weird. Yeah, but it's it's nice to stay up late sometimes. It's yeah. It feels like it's a time to like I feel more productive early I, in the morning than oh I am I more when I wake up. I am more productive late at night like that. I hundred percent. Yeah, and I mean, good to you. Whenever you think you can work the most. I say go for it. Yeah. Yeah, that's when I've done a lot of a lot of work for stuff like this. It's the amount of times that I've done an entire project the night before and submitted at 7 a.m. <laughs> is insane. Yeah. This semester. It is crazy. But I I love doing it. Like, of course, you know, it's just sleep would be cool, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, sleep. Sleep is definitely something that is a luxury we cannot afford sometimes. Yeah, it's just really cool. Yeah. Did a lot of music listening too. Oh, that's cool. And is that like, because I, I know you mentioned you worked a lot on, uh, you listened to a lot of music to like help you get through this year, but is that also um, part of why or because you joined radio? Uh, no, not at all. Actually. Oh, okay. I joined, I joined radio. That's funny. I haven't really thought about this until now, but I joined radio because I was like, I really hate how I have absolutely nothing to do all day. Yeah. Let's just join this thing. 
And now, did you uh, join um, in the spring, like before all this? Or no, like this before? is my first semester, right? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I joined in. I guess it was fall 2020, but it was just I hate how I'm not doing anything with my life. So I kind of sat around. And then every single like step of the way, I was like, eh, "This is people," and, and I'm like, "Yeah." Just, just keep going, Ken. Just push yourself a little bit. Yeah, and I love it. Oh no, no, it's really fun. I, I'm, I'm in a very similar position because I had, I had joined um, radio in my freshman year last year, uh, just because like my roommate was a communications major, and he went to a meeting that I thought I had to go to as well. I don't think I did, but afterwards they held like it was a whole communications meeting for like communication majors. And after they had the radio meeting, I'm like, what is this meeting? Yeah, exactly. I'm being serious. I'm communicating. Oh, um, I, I, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think it was anything required. And I think right, we're good. You can continue now. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think, I don't know if they held it this year because, you know, like everything was online. Yeah. But after that meeting last year, when we were in person, they held the radio meeting. I'm like, I mean, me and my roommate actually went together to the first meeting to check it out. And I'm like, it's my first year here. I don't know a single person. Might as well get involved in some stuff. So I joined the radio, joined a few teams, specifically the music team. And a year later, I have my own show. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think joining radio definitely helped me like, become a bit more social because I don't, I think looking back, I was a lot more introverted than I am. Well, let, don't get me wrong. I'm still introverted now, but just slightly less than I was a year ago. Yeah. There's nothing necessarily wrong with introversion, but there's no. only, there's only the problem if you're upset that you're not with people, it, right. you know, any, any time. Yeah. I mean, and especially this year, there's nothing wrong with being introverted. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. But that brings up a really good point because I I just joined here so I'd have some somebody to talk to. Yeah. Because I I knew nobody and I hated it. But here I I've learned, you know, I don't care. It's weird. It's very weird. This also combines with the point I was talking about before. I don't really care too much about what people think anymore. Yeah. And all this time that we've had to kind of collect ourselves and think about what we want what we can do what we want to do it kind of gives me that opportunity to just improve myself yeah definitely and i don't know what else to well sorry but um sorry. yeah it's like the whole thing about this year was yeah we were in very bad we were all dealt a very bad hand but we all I think collectively as a, like, speech, uh, as humans, we all use this time to, you know, kind of make the best of a very bad situation. Like I even, like I had run a YouTube channel in, um, what's it called? High school, like freshman, sophomore year high school. I did it just for fun. And it was a little thing to just like do something other than schoolwork. And unfortunately, schoolwork got the better of me and I had to take a break from it. And once I could have gone back, I just never found the time to, but given all the extra time I had once like 
this semester, the spring semester ended and it was summer, I decided why not do it again? I mean, it's still something to do. I have time. And even that, even though that only started in August again, I, it changed so much. Like viewers watching it on YouTube right now, you know that like I do a lot I do like only art videos now when back in August and September, it was all gaming. And obviously this show too is on there. But I think just like it's, this whole year was a way to try new things and to see how we can be better as individual people. Yeah, something I like to think about is how it's not necessarily a bad thing to play games. Right. That's something for years, I was the same way. I just played games, you know, I got, I made sure all my work got done, like this little kid, but no, I just played games all day. And I, I stopped playing them for years. Like I'd even touch one just because it's just busyness, but it's something I've actually gotten back into recently. And it's a good distraction from just, you know, the grind. And it's a a good way to like, take a wine down from like yeah. all the stress because I, I I'm in a winter class right now and it's intro to philosophy and it's not a lot of work, but it's a lot of time consuming work. Like I had spent like two to three hours today, just reading something for that class and video game. I, I played a few rounds of rocket league after that, just to like wind down. So I was in a better mood, especially since I knew I was recording this today. That's that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. transition. I kind of like that. Yeah, definitely very helpful. Intro to philosophy. Yeah. Cool. Kind of, but it's I'm a little irked about it because I had taken this exact course in high school, but I didn't apply for the credits to be transferred over. I don't Ooh. know why I didn't, but I didn't, so I have to take it again. Ooh. Which, I mean, I, in philosophy, I find very interesting. But it's also very confusing. Yeah, I think that's kind of the point of philosophy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, a whole study on the best way to live life is just, it's bound to not be simple. Oh, yeah, because there's no answer. Exactly. There's no way anybody could answer that. No, and many people try. There's many different forms of philosophy, or many different schools of thought, I should say. Yeah, you could try different. There's, you know, a few elements that would be helpful for everybody you know patience stuff like that but it's there's no answer there's no answer to how how to live your life not at all okay wow we got really into deep thought here um oops um i remember you were talking about um listening to music during this year do you want to like expand a little bit on that yeah like what projects you were working on or anything else that you did this year yeah uh i am always i've always been a huge music guy i've said this before i'll say it many times again just huge music guy i actually got spotify this year which is great i got it in may and it not spotify just music yeah it kind of allowed me to discover a lot of new things so i one thing i like to do with music specifically is i make the dumbest playlist the dumbest themes you Kyle have you heard of the big book of baby names no I don't think I have well it's just a big book of baby names for expecting parents 
Oh, so interesting. I have a playlist of every single song that I know um, that has a person's name in the title. And it's just called the Big Playlist of People Names. Just the dumbest. I love it. I, that is amazing. The, the dumbest things you can come up with. I, I got the weirdest things. I got one that's artists who died in a plane crash. I have one that's, yeah, that's a lot of really specific. cool themes. Yeah, they get very specific. But that's just because I get super bored. And music, when I'm doing I'm discovering all kinds of new things. Yeah, no, that's and totally cool. What I've been doing, still working on it, been working on it for a while, is I'm going over the past 100 years of music, where I will find each of my 10 favorite songs from each of the past 10 decades. So 10 from 1920s, 10 from 30s, oh. 10 from 40s. And like hearing the evolution of music yeah. is amazing. Oh my. And like, there's nothing wrong with old music. I mean, I personally no, like stuff from like really the good. 60s, 70s, but even yeah. older, I love it. Have you, ever hold, have you ever heard like super old country? Not, no, I, I might've like subconsciously, but I never explicitly like went out of my way and listened to it. Is it it's, good? It's really good. Oh. It's, it's really good if you have an open mind. Yeah. No, I, I definitely have an open mind. I mean, you can't have a playlist of like 15, 16,000 songs and not have an open mind to all genres of music. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I got one that's, you know, you know, there's a lot of songs. Virtually any song is played better when it's played aloud. Oh, 100%. I have a playlist of songs that are played better when they're played quietly. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's just so many different things. I discover so many different things with music. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to check out some of your playlist after the show. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot I, of fun to do, and I recommend everybody just makes the weirdest playlists they can yeah. think of. They all got stupid names, too. They're great. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't done anything, like, anywhere. Like, if I looked at my playlist, I'm sure I could find some dumb ones, but nothing like yours. And I think if people did try to do this, everyone would have a unique set of playlists. Because oh, I yeah. recently made one called um, Run the Numbers, and it's just a playlist of a bunch of bands with numbers in their name. So it's like, like that. One Republic, U2, Five Finger Death Punch, 6AM, um, 21 Pilots, and- Would Avenged Sevenfold count? Yes, it does. I totally skipped over <laughs> them, but they are in there. And it, it's just fun. And an another thing I like about creating playlists is I get an excuse to do Photoshop and make a playlist cover. I know. F playlist covers, people are- not doing those as much as they should be. Those are some no. of the best parts. Exactly. I love that. I got and, the, for my own show, I'm going to make like a master playlist of every song that has uh, been played on it. Oh, I see what you're saying. So like every yeah. guest who comes in, you compile all the songs into one. All the songs together. Oh, smart. Yeah. It's I just music is limitless. Yeah, exactly. All I have are... um. I have individual playlists for each episode of this show for the radio listeners who get to hear the music because of copyright reasons. But yeah, like maybe putting them all in one would be cool as well. Yeah, yeah. I, music, I got to interview amazing people this year too. I interviewed my number one artist on Spotify Wrapped. I remember that. You were telling me about that on, um, I don't yeah. know if it was on your show or before recorded, but I, I, I remember. It was on my show. Yeah. 
Do you want to like let my audience know who your number one artist was that yes. you had the pleasure to interview? My number one artist was Sean James. He is fantastic, as you couldn't tell, because he's my number one artist. He's, I don't even know how to describe it. It's very gospel-y, but soul. He's very good, and his music is fantastic. I got the chance to interview him because I went out of my comfort zone and yeah. did all this. It's amazing. If, if I, I don't think I, I'll get a chance to interview my top artist anytime soon, because my top artist for the last two years has been Alice Cooper, and he was... Like Ooh. I mentioned, he was like one of the first artists I ever got into, like That'll really got into. Yeah. I mean, I had, I had, um, message shine down on Instagram. Um, and they followed the, you, right? Yeah. They followed me on Instagram, but, and I'd mentioned them after the first episode of this show, but sadly they haven't gotten back to me yet. I'm still hoping though. Well, that's what a second message is for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wait, I, I never thought about a second message. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, with a lot of, I mean, my guess is, because I can't speak to this personally, is people who, or bands, or just groups with that many followers, and they got so much traffic going on. That, yeah. I mean, after a certain amount of time, they probably just never going to see it, is my guess. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. I'm like, they probably get a lot of this, and it probably gets lost in the crowd, so. Yeah, however, Shine Down, I completely urge you to just prove me wrong, and message Kyle back <laughs> I I mean maybe maybe I'll throw this segment up as like promotion on Instagram and they'll hear that and maybe they could work they could work <laughs> all right now we're gonna look to the future to the brightness of the unknown and we're gonna talk about how we're gonna continue our better selves in the coming year that year being 2021. So I started off last time. So I'm going to let my guest go first and tell the, you what he's planning to do in the next year. Well, we talked a lot about it. Um, schedules. Yes. Schedules. I said I do not have a good schedule. I, I mean, part of me, I, I feel like I have better results and I'm just better without a schedule because I don't like the constraints. Right. Yeah. But I do have a very just, I'm all over the place a lot of the time. Right. And coming up with some sort of a schedule, nothing crazy, nothing crazy. Right. I think would be good for me because, you know, sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We talked about how sleep was a luxury that we should be able to afford, but currently cannot yes but I, I i do see what you're saying more like not like a super tight schedule just like have it more um structured like knowing what i'm going to be doing at this point in the day and knowing what i have to get done between every day something well, like that, that right? that's something i do do i always i got Everything I know has to get done. It always gets done. It's just a matter of how much sleep I'm losing. Uh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm working on that a little bit. I, every day I try to write down like on an index card, okay, you should do this, 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 and this today. And sometimes it all gets done. Sometimes it doesn't. So Yeah, yeah. I also don't like writing things down. This is just a me thing. I don't like writing the things down because then it feels like too permanent. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I see. Yeah. I, I just got a mental list of 
All right, let's do this. Yeah, I only write them down because, like, I, I know I'm going to forget. Oh, yeah, I'm completely going to forget fair. what I said. Completely fair. Yeah. And, like, it's it, what makes me feel better about writing them down. I write down everything, like, every little thing, too. So, like, even things that can take 30 seconds, I'll write them down. That way, when I cross them off, it's like, okay, hey, I did something today. I This list is now shorter than it was. That's... That that's the beauty of lists. Like I do, I, I I do say I don't write them down, but I, I have like a homework list of stuff I have to do. Yeah. I have that, but I feel like everybody has that. But when I cross something off of that, ooh, oh, pure bliss. There is no feeling in the world like <laughs> when you cross off something off a list that you don't want to do. Yes, I know. It's it's like I I've done that a lot the, this past week with all the intro to philosophy stuff i'm like finally i read that one off the list yep no lists lists, lists. i could yeah. talk about lists all day <laughs> now for a quick segment can you make a list of the top 10 lists you have made <laughs> no ah all right maybe another episode you got me. That that's tough. Yeah. I do want a ranking list, but that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's different. Yeah, exactly. But going back onto schedules, that's something on my New Year's list as well, because like I said, my schedule is not as structured as it was nine months ago. I've been getting up later on weekends uh, and staying up later on weekends too, so I guess it kind of balances itself out, but getting up earlier just makes me feel like I have more time. So that's number one on the list is to manage time better. And an offset of that is to fix my priorities. Cause we, we were talking about it before how, um, what is it that as like playing video games isn't necessarily bad. It's a good way to wind down from the stress of everyday life, but there's a difference between using it to wind down and relax and playing them before you like get everything you need to do done. So that's what I need to do in the coming year is to prioritize stuff like schoolwork, radio, uh, video editing, all that stuff. And then if I have time in the day, I can maybe play some Rocket League or watch some YouTube and stuff like that. So that's my biggest thing that I hope to fix in the next year. And who knows? Maybe in 12 months, I can come back and tell you all that I have indeed done that. That'd be really cool. You yeah. do like a year, uh, annual check-in. That'd be cool. But I, I have a feeling that it's not going to be as optimistic as I'm pitching it. <laughs> not with that. Attitude. True. You're right. Add it to the list. Fix negative attitude. <laughs> That's right. So... Um, is there anything else that you really want to fix this year? I, I, I don't know. It sounds weird saying like fix because it, yeah. it implies like there's mean, no. work on. Yeah. Um, I, I have the worst diet on the planet. I, I, it's debatable. That's actually not true. That's not true at all. That's <laughs> I, not I could, true. I can rival really, you on that. I have a really bad diet. I, I, I'll eat. You know, um, let's say I go to work from 2 to 10. 
2 a.m. 2 p.m. 10 p.m. Pretty standard shift for me to get. I'll eat at 1.30, morning for the rest of the day. That's just kind of how I am. I have a terrible diet. And it's not even something good. It's just something filling. It's yeah. something I need to fix. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm... I, I'm pretty good eating like meals a day, but I don't eat the right stuff all the time. Like when, when we were on campus and I, I had like access to uh, all the different food stations they had, like that was uh, great. burgers, the um, California tortilla, and then the buffets and stuff like that. I, I didn't, I tried to eat well, but that only wound up being like eggs in the morning. And then I absolutely had no self-control for all the meal, all the other meals of the day. Smart about it. I, wild burgers are bad for you. They're not always. So if you have like a turkey burger, that's not yeah. all that bad. And that's Very what true. I would do. Yeah. Burgers, some provolone cheese. Oh. Surprisingly really good. Yes. I, I do remember that from, from uh, Montclair. Those were really good. I mean, obviously not as good as like home homemade stuff, but for what it was, it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I mean, I guess New Year's resolutions, it's still pretty early. Like we've had a lot to worry about in this past year than, um, you know, what we're going to do come the new year. So that's really the end of my list is to like just manage time better and I guess another thing would be like, be less hard on myself because I noticed a lot, especially this semester, as an art student, all I really did was like, oh, my work's not as good as theirs and I wish I could be as good as them. So being hard on myself is probably something I also have to work on. But other than that, mm -hmm. that's really the end of my list. Is there anything else on yours that you want to bring up? Mm -hmm. Not necessarily, but I do agree with that thing about being hard on yourself. Yeah. I, that sounded bad. Don't be hard on yourself. I agree with wanting to improve on it. Right, yeah. Because that that's something that's very important. I All the time, I compared myself to everybody in the world, even if we had not been related in the same activity or right. thing in the slightest. Constant yeah. comparison. The worst thing about that comparison is that I was always the worst one. Right, yeah. And it's something I fixed a lot this year. You know, you don't need, you don't need to compare. Right, yeah. You know, sometimes it can't hurt because it can help you improve yourself and improvement. Right. That's but it has to be, to, in order for it to be improvement, it has to be comparison. It's you have like to look if, at something and say, okay, I'm doing this well, but I could do this better. It's comparison is not, oh, they're 100% better than me. It's, That's just self-deprecation. It's like if you're in seventh grade and you write an essay and you, and all the, every other, everybody else in the class writes an essay, you and one other person switch and you have to give criticism back. Right. Just like that. You would treat yourself. You have to treat yourself how you would treat other people. Right. Exactly. Always be so hard on yourself. And that's something I improved a lot this year, but it's, that's good. Yeah, it's definitely doable and very healthy to do. Yes, very healthy. Something I, well, I really can't, I guess I can't agree if it's healthy if I haven't really done it, but I, sure. I definitely know, like, if I do it, it will be very beneficial. Yeah. And of course, you know, I'm still hard on myself at times. You can't, you will never 100% be 
be effective at something mental, I like to think. That's just my thought. Because you, it's constantly sort of a battle. Right. Yeah, you have definitely. to go back and forth. If you're thinking one thing all the time, you're a robot. Yeah, that is true. And none of us are robots. I mean, last time I checked. I have a friend. He could qualify. Uh, yeah. Like It's like that episode in SpongeBob where they thought Mr. Krabs was the robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, here's to a better year next year. Yeah. And what we're going to do now is we are going to move on to Royalty Recommends. Welcome to Royalty Recommends, the end segment of the show where me and my guest both recommend one thing to the audience. Uh, Kenny, as usual, I will let the guests go first. Hmm. I like this. This is a cool segment. Um, so recommend one thing to the audience. Yep. This anything in the past week. Interesting. I recommend anything in the past week. Well, I guess I've also done this in the past week. Go out of your comfort zone with music. It yes. can be very enlightening. It can show you new things that you never thought you'd be into. And not only that, it can make you appreciate music itself. Because yes. you see or you hear, technically, it's evolution. Right. And where other people draw from other people in the industry. And it's really fascinating. That's my recommendation. And also make some weird playlists. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very different recommendation. I don't think we've ever had anyone recommend like a concept or a hobby so i i think that's really cool that like you're you're not recommending like a movie or a game like a lot of people have in the past which is there's nothing wrong with that i've that's pretty much all i've recommended too but i i like the fact that recommending doing something instead of just like going out and i, I don't know how to say it but um like watching a movie or playing what you mean yeah yeah, so, but, and those are things I've done over this past week, but still. Yeah. But no, that's really cool. And we were talking about at the beginning show, I really like the idea of playlist that you've come up with. So my, I'm going to recommend something totally different. Mine's a food, which I've only done, which I've only recommended once before on the show, but I was thinking about it and I had just, my family had just gotten a bag of, um, Al Nero de Sepia, which for those of you who don't know is black squid ink pasta. And I've had it twice before and it is delicious. I love it. And I'm pretty sure I'm having it soon. Well, as soon as the time of recording for like a holiday dinner, it would have already passed at the point of this airing, but I'm, I, it's such a good dish. And the way I've had it before is with um, calamar in it or calamari, however you say it. I don't want to like oust myself, but I, I definitely recommend trying black squidding pasta. It's, it's very different from regular pasta because the noodles are black because they're cooked in squid ink, but it's still very good. And I 100% recommend it. I want to try it. It's so good. That sounds really cool. Yeah. I, I only tried it once because I saw it on 
the menu at the restaurant I went on. I'm like, wait a minute. I recognize that from a TV show I watched. So I'm like, can't hurt to try. Yeah, no, nothing ever bad happened from taking from TV. Yeah, well. I'm required to say that I'm a TV major. Ah, okay. Yes, that's, that's what they make you do. You have to sign a contract. <laughs> but yeah, so mine, I guess you can also file under uh, try something new, new experiences. Yeah. And I think that's a really good thing to go into 2021 thinking, like trying new things. I like that. Yeah. And trying yeah. new things. Well, with that being said, that brings us to another episode of King's Chaos, the final episode of 2020. And also the first episode of 2021. It's, it's weird how the scheduling works on this show, but to everyone, a happy new year and thank you for tuning in. And Kenny, of course, thank you for joining me. I had a lot of fun. That's good to hear. Well, take care, everybody, and I will see you next week.